um, I guess it really teach me on my healing journey because we all have some trauma in our life, right? And often we're so busy with our career, with our work, and we put it aside and we don't take care of it. And for me, when I came in Portugal, it was the very first time I listened to my body, my heart, and even my soul to really take care of it. Olá e bem-vindo! Welcome to The Simple Life, an insider's perspective into Portugal. We already know about Portugal's amazing weather, food and people. In this podcast we go deeper and meet the real people who make this country so wonderful. Dylan, who has made his life in Portugal, shares an insider's perspective into what makes Portugal the unique beautiful and amazing country that it is. Join him and his guests every week as they shed some light on the incredible people, culture, history and lifestyle that makes Portugal so appealing. A country where everyone feels like they belong. This podcast is sponsored by Portugal Realty. Welcome to The Simple Life. On this week's episode, I'm joined by me, Nguyen. Mi is originally from Vietnam, and after spending time in the Netherlands and the UK, she now calls Portugal her home. Mi is also the founder of Confidence, where she invites people from all over the world to Portugal for workcations, where they can develop, grow, heal, and connect through various mediums like surf, yoga, um, breath work, and Mi's favorite, dance. We discuss, amongst other things, what me enjoys about living in Portugal, what made the transition easy for her when she first moved here, how certain parts of the Portuguese culture connect with her Vietnamese background. We talk about food, we talk about nature, we talk about dance, and we talk about how Portugal is an easy place just to enjoy the moments. For those of you listening, head over to our YouTube channel to watch some of this episode, and now over to my conversation with me. Welcome back or welcome to another episode of Portugal, The Simple Life. And I'm really happy to be joined here by me, Yuhan. Me, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I'm sitting now at this moment in Spanish in Portugal. Uh, normally, I based in Lisbon, but okay. Portugal is just so beautiful. You can not just stay in one place and not yeah. explore the, the city, yeah. uh, the country around. Yeah, I know Panish very well. Like I mentioned to you, um, my wife teaches there. We we go to Panish often, so it's a it's a pretty mm. pretty part of the world. Some beautiful beaches. Yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing. Uh, sunset yesterday. Yeah, I just saw. Yeah, yeah. Of course, mm -hmm. of course. Um, me, why don't you start off telling us a little bit about you? Um. Yeah. Sure. Uh. So I'm originally from Vietnam. Uh. However, for the last more than two years, I living here in Portugal um, the first two years I'm more like a digital nomad uh, based in Portugal but always travel around but somehow always come back to Portugal because I, I guess uh, the country has it all the beach the sun the food and the people uh, so this year 2023 I decided to uh, yeah make Uh, Lisbon as my home uh, and 
I don't know how this journey gonna turn, but for now I gonna how Lisbon is my home base. Um, and what do I do? Um, a founders of the Confidat, so it's the word confidence and combined with dancing. I help people to unleash their full potential through the power of dance. Um, and I have started the company about six months ago. My background actually in sales and marketing. I um, worked for the last 10 years for a tech startup um, in different companies, actually. Uh, however, now mm, I'm fully committed to my life purpose, to helping people to feel better about themselves through the power of dance. So that's me. <laughs> wonderful wonderful um tell us a little bit about your first your first visits and experiences of portugal can you remember when it was and what you felt at the time and and what 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 surprised you about the country mm, yeah uh, so um, the first time i visited portugal i think it's already a long time ago 2014 and 13 uh so back to the time i think I was in my last year university and was okay. traveling here. Oh, I remember it just, it's beautiful. I was in Lisbon and Porto and I fell in love with Porto at that time more than Lisbon. I remember uh, just because Porto have something similar to Hanoi, where I'm from uh, in Vietnam. I don't know why. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's it. That's all I remembered about Portugal at that point. I never imagined I'm going to live here. Uh, however, yeah, 2021 in January, um, I had an opportunity to move here. I supposed to move to the U.S. Uh, because of the company I'm working for. But due to COVID, they asked me to move here because it's easier uh, because I, at that moment, I lived in the Netherlands. So... Um, they said moving to the U.S. is too hassle with the COVID. How about moving you to Lisbon? Mm. And I said, yes. I'm like, why not? Um, and yeah, that's, that's it. I, I remember I moved here when it uh, COVID, everything closed, <laughs> closed down <laughs> in January 2021. Um, however, the city has it all, right? The beach, you can still go out. You still can go for a hike. You can still very close to the nature. So for me, um, even though it's COVID time, I think I have a great time in 2021 in, in Portugal, I think. Yeah. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a crazy time. We've we've actually had a, a few people on the on the podcast who came to Portugal because of, of COVID and then just decided not to leave. Um and yeah, I think there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people. Mm, so, this, so if you enjoyed this, it during, this, this during that time uh, then you enjoyed in normal times even more i suppose so so yeah yeah quite yeah a, quite I a good think, coincidence actually i think uh it was very beautiful time because you experienced the city in different way lisbon was very quiet we spend hours and hours just walking every corner of the, of the city, uh, zero tourists <laughs> on the street. Um, sometimes just me and my friend, very empty. Um, so I think that why it's quite special for me. 
it mm-hmm. it makes uh, Lisbon in 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 specific or Portugal in general really special for my personal growth in some way because you have so many time to be in the nature in the city that empty and beautiful and then you just feel so grateful of whatever it offers to you so mm-hmm. you also change the perspective of what you look into life yeah 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 very nice mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned um, that you fell in love with Porto and that there was something, uh, yeah. some connection that you felt between Porto and, and where you're from. There were some similarities. Yeah. What, do you, do you, can you put that into words? Do you know what that was? Yeah, I think because in Hanoi, we also have the river um, that divide the city in, into two parts. So kind of like Porto. Of course, Porto is way much uh, smaller compared to Hanoi. Um, however, that remind me of home a lot. And also the bridge in in Vietnam, we have exactly similar bridge across the the river like like that. Um, and what else? Um, I think Porto somehow make you feel a little bit uh, what is that nostalgic mm-hmm. compared to Lisbon. Lisbon is just very cute and vibrant, and Hanoi actually has that feeling as well so when I was in Porto for the first time that was my uh, that was my memory and the feeling the city uh, brought to me and and um after that visit did, did before 2021 did you did you visit the country a lot in between that um, no 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 okay so no. That, that feeling stuck with you for for seven years oh well I mean Every countries or every city that you uh, traveled, I think you have something to remember, right? Mm. Even though you travel a lot, uh, when you call out a city that you visited, you still have something uh, attached to it. And mm. um, it doesn't matter about how many years. I think uh, there's something that's still um, in you. That's why traveling is so special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I mean, so so when the company that you were working for um mm-hmm. said to you, we, we we want you to be based in in Portugal, it wasn't a difficult decision for you. It was a easy choice. I um well, I'm not saying it's easy mm-hmm. because it moving to a new country where you don't know anyone, right? So it's still like a big decision. Uh, whether you want to uh, to make a new home for yourself. Um, I don't think it's an easy decision. It's still an easy decision that I need to think through um, because the Netherlands for me was home as well for five mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And I loved uh, the country a lot. I have a lot of good friends there, a great support system. Um, however, I thought at that time, Five years is quite long. Maybe I need something new, want to open a new door in my life at that moment. So that's the reason why I decided, okay, um, if that opportunity come to me, then I should uh, open to say yes. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Moving moving countries is always a challenge. Um, there's always yeah. other unknown and and cultural mm -hmm. differences and definitely those, those, those home comforts that we don't have anymore. Yeah. Um, what were some of the things here in Portugal that what are some of the things in Portugal the factors uh, that you think have made it a, an easier transition for you? I think the food <laughs> okay i don't know in the netherlands they don't have a strong food culture however coming from vietnam i think food is one of our love language so when i just moved to portugal in yeah like in lisbon for example there are a lot of seafood compared to the netherlands the food is so easy to access compared to in the netherlands in terms of like fish squid, uh, octopus. Um, I don't know. It just feels so abundant in terms of food and that makes me happy because I'm such a big foodie. Um, so that would be the first thing came into my head. <laughs> and then the other thing make it easy. Um, I guess Lisbon attracts a lot of interesting people coming mm. from all over the world. Um, I met two of my, three of my very best friends here during COVID time and uh, very easy connected with them. We have such a wonderful friendship. So I have to say, I'm very lucky to have such a great support system here in, uh, in, in Portugal. Mm -hmm. That also makes my whole transition during the COVID time here is so easy. Um, yeah, I just met them randomly and then we became such a great friends. We share such a beautiful memories here in, in Portugal. So the place became home so quickly because of the people as well. Mm. Um, and I think last but not least, I have to uh, emphasize again how beautiful Portugal is in terms of nature. Um, I've been so many times to the beach, even during the week, because in Lisbon, you just take 20 minutes of the drive and then you're either in um, Caparica or in Cascais or in Sintra or 40 minute drives you in Ericeira or just one and a half hours you in Peniche. Mm -hmm. So it's so, it feels like every weekend you're on holiday because of the feeling you're just at the beach and uh, yeah, enjoy the sun and the ocean. Yeah, there's two two things that I want to um, sort of unpack there. Uh, I love the way you said, um, you know, food is, is Portugal's love language or their love <laughs> language is food. I think that's such a, uh, or for, and for Vietnam as well. It's such an interesting way of putting it, how how uh, there is a, a culture of just loving food and so much happens around food and lunch and meals. And yeah, uh, it's a beautiful and part why, of it. And wine, actually. And wine as and well. It's a but it's a beautiful <laughs> part of the, the culture, something that I really, I had to get used to it, but I, I really appreciate it now today. Yeah, I think Portugal is uh, a little bit underestimated uh, uh, compared to other countries such as mm. Italy or Spain. Um, I think the white tourism in Portugal is still not as popular like in France or in Italy and Spain. Mm. However, they have such a wonderful white. Of course, I'm not a white expert, 
um, but the wineries in Portugal as well. It's it's really beautiful. There are a lot of local wineries that I uh, have a chance to explore, and I'm just like, wow, there should be more people visit uh, this beautiful place. Then more people should come to Portugal as well because of the the wide tourism. You know, it's not just only yeah. in Italy or Spain or France. Um, so so yeah. I think another thing I would add, the last one I put the wine. The wine is amazing. You, <clears throat> excuse me. You also mentioned in your, um, that part of the, the thing that, that helped you transition was um, meeting people from all over and Portugal, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're effectively a digital nomad. Portugal has been mm -hmm. attracting people from, from all over. Um, one of the things, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a realtor me. So, I have mm -hmm. clients from oh, so many different countries, so many different parts of the world, which I, I love that it's a place where people from all over can just come come and be and are accepted and can have a good life. And mm -hmm. I mean, what do you think it is that attracts um, all these different people, not just digital nomads, but, but the people that you've met along the way in your work and in mm -hmm. what you're doing? What do you think Portugal has to offer these people that that is bringing people here from so many different places? Mm. Yeah, I think again, like I have mentioned, is is beautiful. <laughs> um, I think uh, before Portugal, I used to live in Finland, in the Netherlands, and in England, where the life there is much. Uh, faster, it's more hectic. The weather is more <laughs> shitty. I have to say, <laughs> a lot of rain. Uh, it's much colder, mm, and people a little bit colder as well. Mm. Um, so, um, and and I think some because of that, we forget how much nature can teach us, and I think that. Portugal has the best. Uh, the life here a little bit more chill. You can um, um, after work you can go to the beach again. I I just have to emphasize how beautiful mm -hmm. nature here is and it's very easy to access. You have the sun thirty uh to three hundred sixty zero out of three hundred sixty five days mm -hmm. <laughs> in a year. Who doesn't love the sun, right? Mm, so. Yeah, and the life here, I feel like a little bit slower. Um, for me, I definitely learned there much more in life that you can enjoy rather than work. So, because before Portugal, um, I think I I always put work as a priority in my life. For me, it's always like I do this if I can accomplish this in my work or my career I deserve to do this and that however living in Portugal really made me realize that we deserve a bit the best life whether we achieve nothing in our career you know so so I think uh, yeah I, I guess that one of the things a lot of people realize when they moved here in, in mm -hmm. Portugal mm -hmm. that um, yeah you you live your right to the foolish um yeah in a way that makes you happy mm -hmm. i think if that makes sense 
it makes perfect sense. I will we'll come back to. I want to talk about your work. Funny enough, but um, uh, we had a we had a previous guest on the podcast. Um, uh, he's a, a very Michael. He's a very well known um, jazz musician who lived in New York, and and it's well documented. New York is very fast paced, very stressful, and um, he said it's a it's a pleasure for him. He's been living here for almost twenty years. He said it's a pleasure for him that. Um, he can come to a place uh, and slow down. Um, yeah. And, and, and one of the things that he mentioned is that um, you've, the, the Portuguese culture, the, the Portuguese people know how to enjoy life. They have a love for yeah. life and, and stopping. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these few cultures where they, they will stop and for a coffee, you know, part it's an event. It's not just, Hey, let me quickly take my coffee in a plastic cup or a, paper cup and run to the next thing now i'll stop and while i have my coffee i have a conversation and i take the time um and we're seeing this this um this consciousness in in work-life balance um you're seeing people talk a lot about mental health and burnout and all of these things mm-hmm. um has there been i mean have you seen that in the portuguese culture that that uh, that there is this natural inclination to stop and to enjoy the little things uh have, yeah. you, have you seen and learned something there i think i have to adjust a lot of my lifestyle since i moved to portugal uh because um i think i'm really a decent uh person um i i hate i hate it when things very slow um so and and in portugal of course things are so slowing down right um and I think everything have advantages and disadvantage and it's you yourself look at it and what you want to learn and bring it into your life so I think for me like you said um when you move to a new country you observe a lot of things around you how the locals live compared to you uh so I just take that small example so in Lisbon, people, we have metro, right? So people would go to the metro to move around the city. And I used to live in London before. Then I also used the underground as one of the public transport. And in London, for me, I always need to run. I always needed to run to the metro. And if I hear the metro coming, everyone would run, 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 run in order to get that <laughs> metro. However, what I observed uh, on the first year when I was living in Lisbon, no one even care. <laughs> no one run. I was the only one like, why people didn't run to the metro? They're not afraid of like, they're going to miss that. Um, and then um, I talked to some friends that locals and they always said, but they're always the next one coming where you need to stress out. And um, yeah, so so that kind of questions kind of like also trigger my thought like yeah why we always have to be so scared that we're gonna miss that train when we have something coming up so so of course if you have an appointment you need to be on time that another story but why you don't slow down a little bit and just um really present at the moment that you are so so I think that definitely teach me something of the way how I behave or not stretching out just a norm, like the simple thing and really let go of if things I cannot control, then um, 
yeah, I shouldn't stress mm-hmm. out, right? If I miss that one metro, then it's not a big deal. I'm not shouldn't be angry or shouldn't bother me that much. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that 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 uh, would be of the thing that Portuguese people has taught me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or, or even just like close down my laptop to go to watch the sunset because sometimes we just forget it and and then you're like oh i need to answer one more email and i'm like why i can always uh, stop and go out right so um and i think portuguese people definitely know how to enjoy it enjoy the best the i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. enjoying those moments in uh, yeah it's important um what i mean what else do you want to say um you know we we have people listening from all over the world who are curious about Portugal, are potentially thinking of moving here, um, mm-hmm. spending more time here. What what else do you want to say uh, about Portuguese people, uh, me? I think um, one of my goals maybe for next year, I want to learn Portuguese so I can have more conversation with locals people. Um, I think another thing I should emphasize here if people come here visit and live in Portugal they they will see there are a lot of old people uh, hanging out in the coffee hanging out at the Miradu what is that the Miradoro yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, hanging out uh, at the beach fishing um, and I definitely would love to improve my Portuguese in order to have a small conversation with them because somehow by looking at them uh, enjoy life uh, really remind me that yeah uh, we should slow down uh, and enjoy the moment more and I think out Portuguese people they are really sweet as well uh, mm, just like your grandparents, you know. So that's one of the things that I think if people move here, they can learn a lot from the locals. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I'm not saying every country is at prop and cons. Nothing is perfect. No, of course um, not. They're going to still struggles and challenge when you move here. Uh, but uh, we should look at the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was it to make a... Yeah. Um, yeah, just try to 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 live here for a few months. I think it can teach you a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me me. You mentioned that um uh you you felt um some connections between your, your Vietnamese background and and Portuguese way, and mm-hmm. and uh, you also spoke about how in 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 like places like the UK and in the Netherlands, you found that not only the weather was colder, but the people were a little bit colder. For me, mm-hmm. there's, there's, and you, talk, you you know, you just spoke so beautifully about these, you know, like the old people. There's a warmth uh, in the way people, Portuguese people, talk to you. There's a, there's a, a, a it's like a, it's, it's, it feels like comfort food. You know, if you want to use the food analogy again, they 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 welcoming. They have time to have a conversation. Did that resonate with with you and your background? Yeah, definitely. I think in Vietnam we even warmer. <laughs> okay. 
but yeah, I think Portuguese culture, they also very family oriented. Mm -hmm. um, they really take care of their grandkids as well. You can see sometimes I really see so beautiful, like Oma, like grandparents gonna bring their grandchildren to the beach, just spend like the whole day there playing with their grandkids. It, uh, it's so cute and beautiful. And we have similar thing in, in, in our culture too, that we, we very value a strong family connections. Um, and and yeah, we also express it in through food. I think yeah, feeding uh, in Vietnam, feeding each other. Yeah. yeah, I think in Vietnam we don't have the the culture like in the US. That saying that I love you so much, we we barely say it. We we don't hear our parents say it that much as well. Uh, however, they would give us food. <laughs> or do things for us, uh, yeah, rather than saying, like, I love you. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think in that sense, yeah, it's yeah, uh, somewhat it's, uh, similar uh, with uh, with Portuguese people. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, me, tell us a bit about Confidence and, and, and the, the workations that you do. What can people expect from a typical uh, retreat or work workation? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, right now, uh, what I do with the confidence, one of the service that I offer is that I'm bringing people all over the world to Portugal in different places, uh, and, uh, offer them a workation, workation and retreats, are mostly for digital nomad, but I also have retreat just for people as well. Just want to come to Portugal and have a holiday. And, uh, the concept is uh, to focus on um, improve people's mental health and well-being uh, through the power of dance. But not only I just offer dance, I give people different tools and activities such as mm -hmm. yoga, surfing, um, and even bringing in some spiritual uh, um, experience like cacao, sharing circles, uh, breath work, um, and a lot of deep connections games so that people can not only connect with themselves but also connect with others in such an intense way so they gonna realize that everyone struggles and they're not alone because often all the time with all the mental health that we face i think people don't feel hurt or they don't feel that that anyone around them actually have a similar issues um so yeah so the retreat is like a transformative um experience that they can have and then when they walk out of the retreat they have a different tool that they can use mm -hmm. and they can choose which one actually work for them because i believe no one need need just one tool in order to improve uh their well-being and mental health or personal development we need different things so a different moments in our life uh either you dance or you do meditation or you do breath work or you need an extra professional help then you can figure it out for, for ourselves and of course uh you can enjoy the beautiful nature in portugal mm -hmm. yeah sounds sounds amazing yeah. what was some of I mean, the, this this like you like you mentioned you're in peniche you you but you live in lisbon but 
some of your workations you do it in different locations uh, yeah in different parts so, what are what are some of the the favorite places that you've been that you've enjoyed oh i love Eris. <coughs> i love erisera right. mm-hmm. so that was my first retreat we hosted in erisera um and then i think i host so mostly of my retreat hosting i host in a surf town Okay. Because uh, I love the ocean, <laughs> uh, so and I I think they're somewhat similar in surfing and dancing as well. They both make you feel so hyper and energetic, and um, yeah. So I find um, that combination is very exciting to offer. Mm-hmm. So Erisera. Um, Santa Cruz, for example, it's also a small surf town, 45 minutes from Lisbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe next year, I gonna plan to do something in the south of Portugal as well. But for now, I'm, most of my location is not far from Lisbon. So people can fly in um, Lisbon very easy. If they want to spend a few days in the city, they can. And then after that, they can go to to the retreat yeah Yeah, that sounds good Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do some location scouting for you okay so (laughs) that would be amazing you go if you go a little bit further north from peniche you've got a a coastline on the on the other side of obidos lagoon oh yeah you somewhat into porto nazare and even Mm -hmm. a bit further north of nazare if you're looking for beaches where it's just completely nature uh wild Mm. coastline places to serve places to hike uh you need mm. to do that. it's uh it's uh, yeah amazing. that would be amazing if you could help with that because yeah. uh yeah definitely i think the property that i always look for is is also i i need the place to dance as well mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> so sometimes it can be challenging because not so many places that have a good dance floor you know okay yeah yeah yeah. so that's 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 a specific thing that you you have to find Mm -hmm. but for you i mean um you're 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 a busy woman um you're taking people around uh, you're helping them unlock their potential and 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 transform um helping them develop their confidence um Mm -hmm. helping people enjoy the moments like what you're speaking about and how how do you how does portugal help you to to enjoy the moments how does portugal help you to to mm-hmm. with yourself to to grow um i yeah i have to repeat again uh i think portugal helped me in a lot of like to really in touch with nature just mm-hmm. walking on the beach or just uh wake up in the morning and have a chance to go to the beach and then jump into the cold ocean um i also i think in portugal there's somewhat of a lot of spiritual activities here that i have never experienced before so for me also i did something many things for the first time here um, like for example, joining a cacao sharing circle, doing a sow bath, reiki, everything is so uh, accessible here, and um, yeah, for me it's an eye opening experience because I didn't know about that, mm. and 
um, I guess it really teach me on my healing journey because we all have some trauma in our life, mm -hmm. right? And often we're so busy with our career, with our work, and we put it aside and we don't take care of it. And for me, when I came in Portugal, it was the very first time I listened to my body, my heart, and even my soul to really take care of it so that like you said, I can take care of others, people in my work, uh, because if you don't become the best, better version of yourself, then I don't think you can help other people. I'm not saying the best version of yourself, because I think we can never become the best. There's always something to learn and become better. So I would, I would put like, become better version of yourself every day, so that you can help others as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Really, really nice. Um, uh, me, how can how uh, just to, as we start um, wrap, wrapping up the the conversation, um, uh, a quick question: uh, favorite mm -hmm. Portuguese uh, favorite Portuguese uh, plate of food? Your favorite, your go to dish uh, that you uh, like to eat. So the dish, the Portuguese uh, yeah. food that yeah. I I like. Oh my god, it's so hard to choose. But okay, <laughs> it. I don't know. Most of my Portuguese friends, when I say this, they didn't like it because they like what? There's so many other places that better. But there's a food change, like coffee shop in Portugal called Para de Portuguesa. Mm -hmm. Okay, Para de Portuguesa. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, si. uh, and I think they have the best bacalao, the small. For me, I, I think they have the best there. I try so many different places. Yeah, yeah. So they have the small bacalao there. And um, it's it's just so good. It's still my favorite place to go. I don't know. Their flavors be good with me. Um, I love going there to get a coffee. And if I'm a, have, I'm a little bit hungry, then that's the best snacks that I can get there. Um, and that's my favorite, I think. Okay. Okay. If, if that's the first, that the first came into my head. Bacalhau yeah. is a good, a good choice in Portugal. Always. Uh, yeah, um, I, I don't like the big dish in the restaurant, but yeah. the small thing, you know. Uh, the little, little bacalhau, the pastel Hello. de bacalhau. Yes, 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 the pastel bacalhau. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, those are very good. Yeah, I, I, I really like it. I would have at least two in once if, if I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, those are those are those are yummy. Um, we have yeah. a, we have um me and my family we have an old um Portuguese couple that we see them every few months um, and mm -hmm. we have like a barbecue with them and she or the old lady Maria she always makes um these pastel bacalhau and they're I can't eat just two uh, normally it's uh, it's more than that so, yeah, it's, it's really good um yeah. me a, a question um. Uh, what is one thing that you want people to remember and take away from our conversation? Just one thing. Uh, wow. Just one thing from our conversation. Um, I think be close to the nature because it can teach you a lot of lesson and heal you as well. And even though I didn't have a chance to talk a lot about dancing, but I hope uh, people are gonna remember 
about me and dance <laughs> and hopefully some of the listeners gonna come to Portugal and uh, enjoy the beautiful nature in Portugal and dance with me. <laughs> yeah, well, I would recommend to everybody listening, go and check out uh, me dancing. There's a, a couple of, I've seen a couple of your videos where you help people dance. It's amazing. It looks like so much fun. Um, yeah. Where, tell us where um, people can follow you online and, and get in touch. Sure. So my website is www.dancewithme.com. Me is written like mine in, in, in English, but yeah, pronounced like me in Vietnamese. And people can also connect with me on Instagram at the underscore confidence. So it's like confidence, but instead of E, you replace it with an A. And I would love to uh, connect with people from, from your podcast. Just don't hesitate to write me a message. And if you visit Portugal and need some tips, uh, feel free to drop me a message. I will be happy to share you with some wonderful tips that I have. <laughs> Food tips, dancing tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, there's lots. Mm-hmm. There's lots. Beaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, me. Um, I've enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much. A, a question that we ask all of our guests: mm-hmm. Portugal, the simple life. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not a simple question, but <laughs> Portugal, the simple life, because of the sun and the beach. That's that's it coming in in, in my in my in my head at this moment. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. Lovely. We don't need much in life, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Me, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a wrap. So thank you once again to our guest and thank you to all of you for listening. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up and please leave a comment or a review. We always love to hear from you. Don't forget, Portugal The Simple Life also has a magazine, so download it. It's for free. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode and as we say in Portugal, Cesar's bem-vindo. Welcome to the simple life.